You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 344. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 344. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Hello, baby doll. Hey, how you doing? I'm great. I've been spending a lot of time with you. We've been spending a lot of time together. I love it. I'm not sick of you. I'm not sick of you either. I know. Everybody everybody just did a collective. (laughs) The whole podcast world just went. (laughs) Yeah, pretty gross. People have been saying, like, oh, my God, I'm so irritated. My my husband's home all the time now or my wife's home all the time now. And I'm like. Yeah, yeah. My brother just said that. I'm like, I kind of love it. (laughs) He was like, she stayed home from work today. I think she's faking it. I'm like, are you sure? And he goes, no, I just don't want her to be. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I've had a couple people vent to me similar situations, and they're like, are you just going crazy having Ken home all the time? And I'm like, (laughs) no, I love it. Like, I love it. Yeah, it's nice. We've had a couple of little workarounds that we've had to do just – for privacy with clients and classes and things, exactly. but it's all very doable. And we're both so respectful of each other and whatever is going on, you know? Got to respect it. You got to respect it. Speaking of that, that's going to come back oh, around. Yeah. yeah is that a segue? Actually, n- not exactly, but it will come back around. It's a prolonged segue. Yeah. Which is the opposite of what a segue should be. Exactly. Yes. Okay. It's a seg not. <laughs> way. Yeah, seg not Seg way. later way. <laughs> later. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is already rough. So today we're going to talk about what self-care really means. And there's mm. been a lot of conversation out there about using quarantine time to be super productive or, you know, having these extremes of either constant productivity, constant working out now, or the extreme opposite of I'm just going to get fat and lazy and just play video game, you know, and so we've Mm -hmm. got all of these ideas about what we should be doing with our time. So I thought it would be really good for us to revisit this topic of what self-care really means, because hmm. a lot of times we think it's just bubble baths and manicures and stuff, and that sure. is absolutely not – that's such a limited version of absolutely. what self-care – and it's yeah, a yeah. privileged version of what for, self-care yeah, for means. Sure. We're going to jump into that today, but uh, I believe you have a little segment. Yeah, we do. We have a segment that we like to call – Would you rather – and in today's Would You Rather, <laughs> it's a it's an Easter throwback. I know we're past Easter, okay. But I wanted to just kind of throw an Easter one out there because we didn't we didn't get to dye eggs or anything this year. We didn't get to dye anything. We didn't. <laughs> no t-shirts. <laughs> no, we... <laughs> no eggs. Didn't dye anything. Our we didn't hair. Dye anything. We do have eggs, but we did not dye them. Maybe we do it in fucking May. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah, I mean, no this is kind of like anyway. the lost period of time anyway. Right. So we can say, hey, why not May? 
Remember when nobody went to school and (laughs) 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 nobody went to work? Yeah. Yeah. Remember the prehistoric times? Remember that? Okay. Like a month ago? Would you rather? Okay. Would you? Yes. I'm on it. Would you rather be able to walk on water? Like Jesus? Like Jesus? Like Jesus. Or turn water into wine? Oh, that one. Like Jesus. <laughs> that, I'm like, oh, that one. That I, I have a feeling that's going to be landslide, but I wanted to see how many people would take walk on water and what their reasoning would be. Okay. Because it's good. obvious why turn water to wine, right? Easy. But it's a little bit harder to convince people of walking on water. So if you had to choose walk on water, what would you say the reasoning would be? Well, first of all, party tricks. But yeah. right now it would be like, Come stand six to 13 feet away from me and watch me walk on water. <laughs> six to 13. And bring a mask and gloves. And Well, if I'm six to 13 feet away, then you wouldn't need them. That's right? true. But I feel like but I, air I, I, on the side of caution. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, air. <laughs> yeah, air on the side air. of caution. All of us air on the side of caution right now. Yes. All, all of the air. I would make a hell of a lifeguard. If I was oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good... You're like, I'll be right there. And you're like <laughs> booking it. Just like chucking across. And you just like, like hurtling waves. But then do you just pick them up and like put them on your back? Because they can't walk on water. No, but I can. So you just grab them. Whatever and... I could do on the ground, I could do on the water. Okay. So... So if I could lift a person. That would that would be pretty awesome. But What's then... another good Benny. Well, the other thing, though, about wine, that if you said turn water into whiskey, I'd be like, <laughs> okay, th- that that is way more up my alley. Because right. I, I, wine's okay, but it's my, if I have to, if that's the only alcohol available, I'll take it. I just learned a lot about the Bordeaux region. <laughs> With and, all your free time? Uh-huh. The I Bordeaux know. region and where all of the different wines come from. I think you told me and I kind of tuned out. There's an East Bank and West Bank. Okay. Most of the wines come from the East Bank. And most of the reds come from the West Bank because it's closer to the ocean. And I feel like I'm on NPR episode. <laughs> you are. This is like straight up NPR right now. Right. So much like I did NPR. not learn on NPR though. Okay. So I th- would you read – you're going to turn water to wine. I think I would. Because you I, could sell it. I could sell it. <laughs> but I could also sell tickets to come see me walk on water. Turn, and turn water to wine too. And then I also think like when we – that's true. And then you could double charge for an actual bottle. Right. Watch me make it, then buy my wine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Watch me. Watch me now. You don't even need a winery. And that's true. Right. Uh, all you need is water. A, like a, a water <laughs> filtration system. Right. To, well, if you could turn water to wine, why do you have to filter it? Could it come out of my the front of my fridge? Sure. Why not? And but how do you decide? And you can just put your finger in there and, and put your mouth underneath and just turn water to wine as you got underneath. Wow. Kegger, is it <laughs> with wine? Ugh. Is it though? Like, can, so if I can turn water to wine, that means I can also choose when I want it to just be water. Because sometimes I'm going to need to hydrate. Yeah, just like you could choose to, you could swim, but you could also walk on water. Okay. So if you're out swimming in the ocean, you saw a shark, you could walk on water. You'd be like, whoop, like a little yeah. elevator. Like you could walk like <laughs> the like, stairs <laughs> when you, the opposite, like when you pretend. So to So you got to sea level. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I'll choose water to wine. What about you? Well, since we're partners, I'll take walk on water. Okay. That way we can be an amazing duo. Yeah. Yeah. It would be like Smith's <laughs> Sideshow Act. That's right. 
come, come on, come all. And we could do like an aerial act with it. A aerial act. We could sell some. Or an aqua act. Some other tinctures. I like where your yes, head's at. Yeah, you like <laughs> I like where your head's at. Go the entrepreneurial spirit. That's right. All right. That's so right. we would love to hear what you would rather. We talk about it every single Monday over in the After Hours community. After Hours. Oh, there was I was mid-inhale. Oh, is that so, what it was? So I... To my defense. Okay. Okay. You've had a couple of solid weeks. <laughs> yeah. And know. now, you know. Slipping. Now you're Slipping quarantined back. and you're just. Slipping back. You have one job. It's the it's the Rona. It's the Rona. Yeah. Live in La Vida Rona. Okay. So we talk about this in our After Hours community. It's our Facebook, <laughs> Facebook group. <laughs> and it's such an incredible group of people. They were commenting just just today they were saying i love this group so much because it's just incredibly positive we do warm fuzzy wednesdays where we celebrate stuff i do trainings on thursdays where you can ask additional questions things that you're up against in your life or you might want some specific advice and i definitely keep it nice and tidy in there so people aren't spamming things or trying to promote themselves i don't tolerate any of that so we stay very much on topic. We would love to have you simply go over to thejoyjunkie.com slash club. That will redirect you right over to our little corner of Facebook and come say hi. Hello. Hello, governor. So hey let's talk about oh, – did I tell you about that? Hey, must be the money. You I think, did. I think I told you. Okay, you I've got to tell them now. So you guys might have seen this floating around. It was – because everybody's on conference calls now. And so – so this gal is saying, okay, I heard I heard my husband say, hey, thinking that it, he was yelling at me. And so she responds with, must be the money. <laughs> and then she realizes he had just jumped on a Zoom call. <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, hey. <laughs> is that your wife in the back asking for money? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So let's talk about what self-care really means. And this is something that gets floated around in a lot of personal development communities and can also be really negligent to the multitude of ways that we can actually care for oneself. And I think it's really important to look at things beyond pampering. A lot of times we think of things as just pampering. Or like a manicure pedicure or right. something like that or a massage. Indulgences. At yeah, like, yeah uh, things like that. Swedish and massage. We don't often think about ways in which we need to caretake for ourselves around speaking kindly to ourselves mm -hmm. or establishing boundaries with other people, mm -hmm. limiting your contact with people who are really negative. Preach. Those <laughs> – wow. <laughs> Those sorts of situations we don't often give as much credence because we – I think the bu the buzzword got a little bit bastardized in – in the self-help world. And first of all, I think we need to acknowledge that not everybody can go out and afford massages or manicures or bubble baths. And, and oftentimes I think it can be, especially in times right now, where there are people who are experiencing such extreme hardship, it can almost be insensitive and mean to say, oh, you just need to take care of yourself a little bit more mm. when you're like, I'm trying to make make my bills and I'm trying to just stay afloat. Mm -hmm. So I, as I present all of this stuff, I want you to really look at it through the lens of, of where you're at and what are some of the, the ways in which you can move the needle a little bit and 
guard yourself and take care of yourself a little bit better in the midst of this shitstorm. So I will also link to a pod that we did, I believe, two weeks ago on what to do when shit hits the fan, like what Mm. to do, how to keep your shit together when when there is extreme hardship in your midst. So we'll be sure to link to that. That's very poignant. Okay, so there is going to be an acronym for how we're talking about how we're talking about self-care. I love acronyms. And this is where respect comes back in. But it's R-E-S-P. That's it. Yeah, it's just. No E-C-T. No, it's just R-E-S-P. Okay. So this is how you're going to remember it. So it's (laughs) (laughs) R-E-S-P. You could have like switched those around and gone with press or, you know, something like that. Or PERS. Oh, I could have reps. I just thought it was really (laughs) hilarious. You're right. There's so many other ways. But you're right. R-E-S-P does stick. But don't you kind of – I I just laughed and thought I was so witty as I wrote that. That, No, that does stick. It sticks better than the rest of them because that could be acronyms for other things. But R-E-S-P could only be for this. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Okay. So the first one, the R stands for recreational Mm self-care. So this is where we take downtime. This is – Things that like vacations or time to unplug, we all can't necessarily traipse around on vacations or even have the finances to do that necessarily. But this is where fun and play comes in. This is actually indulging in time for self. Hmm, One thing that I see by and large from people who are recovering perfectionists is having the most difficult time just having downtime. So and I've heard this a lot with dealing with quarantine where there is such an overt pressure of, oh my gosh, I'm at home. I don't have a commute anymore. I need to totally reorganize my garage. I need to do all of these projects constantly. Go, 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 go. And what we're missing, I think, is an understanding that we're all going through a very serious collective trauma. Mm-hmm. And we're not thinking about the fact that we're severely grieving. You know, we've talked about that quite a bit sure. over the last handful of weeks. So I think there is a reason why our bodies want to just shut down and veg out watching Netflix forever mm-hmm. or just mindlessly scrolling on our phone. So I, I would really implore you to check in with yourself if you are finding yourself in that place. I just had one of those days yesterday where my energy was just so low and so depleted and the recovering perfectionist in me and the productivity maven wanted to check off all the lists, check off all the boxes and be super efficient. And my body was saying, you need to rest today. Yeah, And it's exacerbated for us now because we're dealing with so much collective trauma all around us. You know, we're hearing really horrible situations. People are, you know, not able to work. I mean, it's really quite, quite macabre and awful. So keep in mind that if you do tend towards that, oh, my gosh, I'm just being lazy. Give yourself some expanse that (laughs) it's okay for you to actually have some recreational downtime. So that's a place for you to to really check in now. Recreation is really about no obligations and about something that fills you up. So this can be crafts. Like for me, I love doing things that are with my hands where I can make something. You do really excellent like making 
a garden box mm. or spending time in the yard. Sometimes it's just playing video games. It's right. giving yourself the freedom to do something that just creates relief. Yeah. Right? So I want you to think about that. Are there dates that you can set with yourself? Are there friendship dates that you can set with other friends, whether it's, you know, virtual or between a glass pane now <laughs> or standing outside of your window or something like that? But how can you honor giving yourself a little bit more freedom here and keep an eye out or an ear out for that lazy term? Mm-hmm. Because there, you know, we talked about grief a few weeks back and grief is something we don't address and we we don't realize that right now so many of us are grieving freedom. We're grieving our gym that we usually go to. Oh We're grieving the kids being able to go to their soccer practice or to hang out with their family or, you know, your extended family, their cousins or things. And that We're grieving nonstop things. That right. we can't go to dinner. And that is taxing energetically. So no wonder you are tired. No wonder you don't want to organize absolutely everything. No wonder you don't want to get the business off the ground. We're fucking mourning. Right. Uh, we'll link to the two grief pods too because I think that two-part series could be really advantageous sure, for yeah. you as well. It goes along with this, yeah. If you're voting on how you're feeling in particular. Okay, so recreational piece of self-care. That's the R. The E is environmental. This could also be social. Something we're missing right now. Exactly. And personal. Environmental self-care is looking at the place in which you live. But by and large, environmental is more about who you are surrounded by, your friendships, your partner, your boundaries. Mm. Okay? So these are dealing with the people in your household, these are – I've even heard stories of friends who are not subscribing to social distancing or aren't following some of the protocols for the mm. particular state that you're in. And it's created sort of this push-pull of how do I speak up for myself? How do I establish a boundary here when we want two totally different things? Yeah. And one person thinks you're overreacting and you think they need to – not think that they're excluded, and it can just be really tough. So environmental slash social, this is where you kind of take an inventory, look around you. Are there people in your life who you chronically complain about? This is one of the things that I think can help you nail nail down. Where am I not taking care of myself? Okay. Oftentimes, there will be, you know, for example, if you are really upset with your partner your therapist gets an earful or you're really upset with your your mom, your partner gets an earful. You can't stand your best friend. You know, your mom gets the earful. So you're, you are upset or you're not, there's something you're not giving voice to inside of those relationships, but you're not telling the appropriate party. Right. That is a method of you not taking care of yourself. You're turning mm -hmm. to the avenue of releasing that anger, which is not, and not a bad thing at all, but you're also not being productive with it. You're not going, okay, I'm really pissed about this. Let me talk to the party who can actually help. Unless it might be productive if you're talking to another person to figure out how to approach the person you're having trouble with, right? Brilliant. Yes. Yeah. And that's something that my students ask me 
constantly. Really? All the time. Yeah. And it's one of the things that I think is so awesome about having a mentorship is they will come to me and say, okay, here's what just happened with my partner. Here's what just happened at work. Here's what just happened with my sister. Here's what just happened with my mom. Here's how I handled it. How could I have handled this differently? Mm -hmm. Or here's what I need to circle back and say, and I have no idea how to say it. Well, you've had people take your program that are kind of in a sisterhood now too, right? And they use each other for this type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. So they're... Thank you so much for bringing that up. I love it. Seamless, seamless you know segue. You know that, now, that was a segue. That was segue, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But so, yeah, what, what Mr. Smith is referring to is Deep Down and Dirty, which is my signature program. And it is a, about a four-month long process. And I only work with a very small group. I never have more than 10 in the group. And it really does become quite the sisterhood. But I will tell you that a majority of people who join Deep Down and Dirty will say the same things over and over again. They say things like, I am my own biggest critic. I don't believe that I am enough. I don't believe that I am worthy of the things that I desire. So no wonder you're sabotaging everything you want, like creating a new business or whatever it might be. And they will also say, I'm so highly invested in what other people think. I have been twisting and contorting and trying to fit into all these different shapes to make everybody else happy. And I'm sort of a veneer of myself now. Mm-hmm. And so much so that sometimes people are like, I don't even know what I like anymore. I don't even know what I value. I don't even know what I care about anymore because I have been working so hard to make everybody else happy. So if any of that sounds like you, your first item of business, if you're interested in hearing more about Deep Down and Dirty, is to go to thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. And I've created a completely free masterclass for you that you can have a watch through. Be sure to have a pen and paper handy. But I talk a lot about my specific methodology and how the subconscious mind has a huge piece in really governing how we're behaving all the time. We don't realize that because we consciously know we should believe in ourselves. But subconsciously, there's the different narrative that's really driving driving the ship, so to speak. So if you're interested and you know you have got to get out of your own way, you're sick of talking shit to yourself, you're sick of putting everybody else first, you're sick of not believing in your own damn self or believing that you're enough, <laughs> please go watch that workshop, thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. At the very, very end you will see an opportunity to book a complimentary call if you want to hear more about Deep Down and Dirty and see if it is applicable to the exact things that you're up against. So start with a free workshop, maybe then go to a free call, whatever lights you up. And if it's the right, if it's the right time, I think you'll really know when you watch the workshop. Yeah. Okay. So, so far for R-E-S-P, we've got... We've got R is recreational self-care. E stands for environmental or social self-care. So rounding out sort of that environmental piece, look at the people in your immediate vicinity. And I want you to start looking at, is there something that I need to give voice to in order to better caretake for myself? Okay. Is there somebody who speaks down to me or is there, am I constantly saying yes to my boss over and over and over again and I'm cranky and not sleeping and there needs to be a boundary there or at least 
at least being vocal, at least letting them know what's actually happening for you. So start taking a look at, is there a place where I could speak up in order to caretake for myself a little hmm. bit more? Yeah. And some the way that it sometimes shows up for you and I, just the other week we had a situation. Oh, I had 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 a really emotional conversation with a friend of mine and I wanted to just be alone. Mm. And I had to tell you that, you know, a lot of times we're pretty sickening in the way that we're like, <laughs> what room are you going to be in? I just want to be near you, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you were like, hey, what are you up to? You know, do you want to hang out or whatever? And I, I was like, I just really want to be alone by myself today. Yeah. And that is a method of, of self-care. Absolutely. Just being vocal about what you need. It's nice to have a partner that hears that too. Yeah. You know, when you do do that, you don't have to justify it or yeah, have to make any excuses for it. Or over-explain it. Or over-explain it. You can just, here's what, I'm, here's what I need. Perfect. Done I'll and done. see you when you're ready. Yep. We've, we worked through that a lot too. I remember when you were working in, I can't remember what you were working in. Maybe I think massage and I was working from home. I was newly working from home and you would come home and I would want to get all my words out and I would want to tell you everything and talk, 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 <laughs> yeah, talk, talk, yeah. talk, talk. And you were giving and giving and giving all damn day and quote, holding the space for really heavy things all day. And then for me to just unload on you in, in a, not a negative way, sure. but just more things to carry. Yeah. You had to, to, we had to, to learn. For. That method of self-care for you to say, hey, I so want to hear what's going on with you, but I'm kind of not in that space. Can I have 30 minutes or can I have an hour? Yeah. Or can we talk about it in the morning? And just genuinely asking for what you need yeah. in a kind way. Because usually sure. what happens is we don't do that. And then we snap. Like, what? Why? Uh, why just are go you, in the other room. Why are you still talking? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we take it out on people. So, hmm. all right. The S stands for spiritual self-care spiritual spiritual so this this i tie into self-talk of okay. or related to spirit how you are engaging with self okay our self-talk is so incredibly influential in how we feel about ourselves and our life day in and day out it is the only thing that is on 24 7 so just because you listen to a powerful podcast or just because you're listening to a great audio book or reading a book for 30 minutes during the day, if your self-talk is one of disempowering language, why you're not enough, why you're such a shit show, why everything that you want is not possible for you, that is what is going to rule your reality. Mm. And that that creates your reality in many ways because you start searching out evidence to support all of that self-talk. You right. search out reasons why you're not enough. Sure. You search out reasons why things aren't available for you. So I cannot underline that enough. And we'll we'll actually link to let me make sure I write this so you'll down. Underline it in the links. Yeah. The So you I, will be underlining it. I will be. <laughs> you said I can't underline that enough. So I was just playing off that. Oh but I, if you have to explain the joke, probably shouldn't have said it. But oh yeah. But I see, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. Okay. So spiritual is related to your self-talk, how you are treating self, how you are engaging with your own beliefs, 
This can be journaling. This can be classes like Deep Down and Dirty. So something like Deep Down and Dirty, for example, that's a massive way that you can start taking care of yourself. And in fact, that's what I hear from a lot of students too. They will say, I am so sick of always being on the back burner. And I have to actually put some skin in the game and invest in me. Mm. I've invested in everybody else. Yeah, yeah. So that's a massive way that you can take care of self. This could possibly be church, you know, your spiritual practice. I know that I have friends who study uh, Wiccan and have different like witchy practices that they do that are really awesome, welcoming in new moons every year or every Mm. year, every month where you can set intentions for the month. That's a great way to Hmm. have spiritual self-care. This can also be related to any type of other religion that you subscribe to, or even tradition. I know for a lot of people, that's incredibly spiritual. And when mm-hmm. I say spiritual, I'm not saying it in a in a woo-woo way or even a religious way, but just more of a deep way, like sure. where you're thinking deeply about things. It could right. even be very intellectual for you, where it's about study. It's about reading. It's about enveloping ideas and concepts. So know that your spiritual practice can look a bunch of different ways. Yeah. I remember I remember feeling when I sort of broke out of the faith that I was raised in, I felt very strongly that I needed to have something that f- filled its place. Sure. That oh, I yeah. needed to say, oh, I'm a this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm agnostic or I'm this. And I realized that that really confines spirituality to something really microscopic when in reality we have the capacity to be such incredible spiritual beings even in how we love or Mm -hmm. how we experience hope or philanthropy or compassion to me that is all of or related to spirit it's related to your soul so what are those things for you they could also be things like music Mm mm-hmm you know, or taking a program like this, like your Deep Down and Dirty. That's like right. To, I, I know a lot of people are getting on board right now because they have time. Yeah, it's true. I I <clears throat> have had a lot of people who are like, this is sort of a blessing in yeah, disguise that right. there's that I do have the time now. Not that you didn't have the time before, but you're prioritizing the time. Right. Right. Did you have the time before? Well, I think, too, that there's a thing that's happening where a lot of things come into really big perspective. Mm -hmm. I know you've seen this a little bit, too, where it was you started really reevaluating where you want to take your business. Yeah. Because when we are in sort of that emergent day in and day out, like just go, 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 we don't sit and question some of those bigger things. Mm -hmm. We don't look at the bigger impact we want to create in the world or what the next step is or what the next decade looks like for us. We just are on autopilot. In the microscope, yeah. And I think this situation forced a lot of people to kind of stand back and look at, oh, shit, what is it like in my marriage right now? What are my relationships with my kids like right now? oh, damn, am I fulfilled in this work? Whoa, maybe it's time for a totally different career path. And obviously we have varying degrees. Some people are having really, really difficult, challenging times, and I do not want to diminish that. Absolutely not. But I do think that there is, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs for a reason, right? So if you are dealing with shelter needs, 
right? Like basic shelter needs, food and water, then we're not going to be thinking about our sense of belonging or (laughs) about self-actualization. We're going to be looking at how do I actually survive? So I don't want to overstep that we're all in very different places. And it's about taking care of yourself regardless where that is. Wherever you are. And it's not the time to vote on it. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there screaming like, all I want is a fucking job. Yeah. <laughs> then I hear you. That is what needs to be focused on. It's not time to take a personal development class. Right. Right? It might be time to consume all the free shit like crazy mm-hmm. that's out there because all the helpers are coming out in masses. And you have a lot of stuff for free too. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean. Like this podcast. Like this podcast. Exactly. All right. So, but spirituality, that is something that has nothing to do with wealth. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, you read the works of Viktor Frankl, who, I mean, survives the Holocaust and is in this, the egregious of all egregious situations and chose to view things in a different and empowering light. Yeah. That, to me, brings me so much unbelievable inspiration about the power of human spirit. Right. That I think... Holy fuck, that is the one thing you cannot steal. You mm-hmm. cannot rob from me is my perseverance and my spirituality, right. my ability to love who I am, my ability to commune with nature, right? my ability to make music, you know, the things that, that really light our soul on fire. So it might be really rudimentary. It might be that we can't invest in piano lessons or, you know, all the things that we have had in the past. It might be banging on pots and pans and making music together. Well, I can just think you can make music in your head. Yeah. You don't even need an instrument. Yeah. Like and, I was thinking um, of the Holocaust and being imprisoned, yeah. for instance. And you have the ability to make music in your head. Nobody yeah. can take that from you. And it, right. Even if there's other music playing, yeah, like Justin Bieber or something, right? Yeah. You have the power to think of some other music, yeah. Like it's you can't take it away. It's yeah. incredible. The 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 sacred place of the human mind mm-hmm. is something that I don't think we give nearly enough credence to, especially with the inundation of social media and technology were like entertain me but we're we have so much genius right there in our mind you know so anyway and i also don't at all mean to diminish the experience of the holocaust comparable to the coronavirus i feel like suffering is suffering and i don't think that it's that we're in a i don't think it's ever appropriate to compare pain Sure. And to say that one is less significant because one was more intense. So that's why this is a collective trauma because everybody is experiencing a different level of pain. Yeah. But it's relative. It's relative to what you're going through. Sure. Okay. Final way of self-care, perhaps the more common, is physical self-care. R-E-S-P. R-E-S-P. This is all things physical, all things related to the body. This could be your sexual self. Okay. This is catering to your own sexual health and well-being. I know that for – I know you are. (laughs) For a lot of women out there, your sexuality is something that takes the back seat. Mm -hmm. It's just Mm -hmm. not on the – it's not even on the fucking back burner. It's not even on the burners. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll maybe think about that. So – even spending time like that with your own body can be incredibly caring, you know? 
Yeah. Um, this may or may not apply depending on where you are health-wise, but doctor's visits, dental visits. Yeah, right. That I know for me, I, I have been having this issue with a tooth and I'm like, I've got to go to the dentist, but I'm trying to limit exposure and yeah. where I'm going and There's all of that. There's a lot of dentists that aren't working right now. I know. Yeah. I know. But this can be exercise. This can be your choice of sustenance. So I want you to think about all of these things. Now, I would probably say the bubble baths and mani-pedis and whatever, all of those things can fit into either recreational or physical. I just wanted to expand this notion of self-care and what that looks like for, sure. for us. Yeah, yeah. It's nice to put it into some kind of frame. Like right. RESP gives it a frame. You can go outside of that frame and be artistic with your approach, but that gives you some kind of blueprint. Yeah, somewhere to start. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and by the way, that that's Man's Search for Meaning is the book by Viktor Frankl. Man's Search for Meaning? Yeah, I don't know why mm. I, I spaced on that, but we will also throw that into the show notes too. Um, and great, some great quotes from him as well. So what I want to say about this too is you may excel at one or two of these. But usually there will be other ones that are lacking. So maybe you're really, really great about boundaries and you're great about speaking up in your relationships, but you talk shit to yourself. I see this happen all the time where people say, a lot of my students will say, you know, I look around and everybody else is rooting for me. My partner mm -hmm. is amazing. My family is amazing. But I'm holding myself to some sort of ridiculous high standard and bar that I can never achieve. Hmm. And I'm my own worst critic. So everybody will have sort of a variance here. So I want you to challenge yourself to pick one from each category. What is a way I can recreationally take care of myself? Maybe it's just giving yourself the permission to unplug. Maybe it's picking up your guitar. Maybe it's, you know, something recreational that's for you. Pick one from the environmental slash social. What is one way that I can caretake for myself inside of my relationships? Spiritual. What is one way that I can take care of myself as it relates to my spirit and mm. my soul? Journaling, self-care, beliefs, classes, meditation, etc. And then finally, what's one way that I can take care of myself physically? Whether it is with Doctor's visits, spirituality, exercise, sustenance, I like it. dance, movement. Sometimes that can be so incredibly liberating. That could also be spiritual that too. That could also be recreational. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So challenge yourself to expand this a little bit and look at how can I caretake for myself. You know, I will say too, one that's not on here that I – it might even – R-E-S-P-E – Maybe I'll Ooh. add an E. You might be able to find a CT somewhere out there. <laughs> that sounds like camel toe, though. When I hear CT, I hear camel toe. I'm thinking more of a medical diagnostic tool. Oh, like my gosh. CT scan. I was just thinking that the next E could be emotional. Mm. And that is a huge self-care piece that we do not give to ourselves where we vote on how we feel. If we're angry at somebody, we think we're wrong for being angry or we stand in a place of blame. We don't process our emotions. We don't let anybody see us cry. We feel like we have to be the strong one. Mm -hmm. even, even in the midst of this situation that we've been in, I think it's been really challenging for people to actually address the disappointment that they're feeling over 
over plans being canceled. Right. Over yeah. graduations being canceled. Because they feel like people have bigger problems than I do. Right. Like, who am I to right. mourn this? And guess what you're doing? You are ignoring your emotions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there's an amazing comment by Brene Brown that she talked about in her latest podcast where she was talking about how that uh, that idea of comparative suffering, that's what she calls it, comparing my suffering to your suffering, that, oh, who am I to be bummed that my brother can't come to visit or we can't go to Ireland right. for our trip when there's these people who are, you know, without jobs and without food. Mm -hmm. That operates under the assumption that there's a limit to empathy. I thought yeah. that that was the most brilliant, poignant That's thing that, say, that yeah, yeah. I've heard from her, that that works under the assumption that I could only empathize or be compassionate towards a limited amount of suffering. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's not the case. We can be compassionate and empathize with an ex uh, unlimited amount of suffering. Sure. So I can be I can be compassionate and I can be sad for my situation and for somebody else's. Right. I don't have to compare who gets the empathy. So brilliant brilliant stuff that's from Brené's new podcast if you haven't checked it out yet. I highly recommend that you do. But keep that in mind too. Are there emotional pains that you're dealing with? Just mm -hmm. loss of freedom, you guys, is huge. Yeah. And to give yourself that expanse. So again, there's a lot in the two grief pods about how to address various types of emotion too. So if you're feeling that pull, definitely have a, a listen through those. We'll make sure to include it in the show notes. And I think that's everything. Anything else you wanted to throw in the mix? C could be community. Right? Well, that's the environmental. Oh, it is? Oh, now you're like, let's. I'm trying to get to CT. But uh, I know we're out of time. We're out so of time. So I will say no. Nay. <laughs> Nay, I don't. Nay, nay, nay. All right, loves. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the links that we mentioned today, as well as the workshop if you're interested in Deep Down and Dirty, thejoyjunkie.com slash workshop. And. We will see you around these parts next week. Here is to loving and living your most badass life. Mr. and Ms. Smith love you. Out. <laughs>